FFL regular season has ended and eight men are left to fight it out to become the next FFL champion. Before we get to those teams, let's remember who we've said goodbye to. The Mimico Tigers, from the finals to last place. No league slaps you in the face quicker than the FFL. They will head into the draft with two firsts, looking to get back into the playoffs and make a run. But this year, this year was ugly. Mimico, the tribe, has spoken. The Atlantic City Aces, some would say they are back to where they belong, participating and collecting ribbons in the basement of the league. But the brass at the Aces facility wants to look at the bright side. They are loaded for next year's draft after a record amount of trades. Whatever gets you through the year, whatever gets you through the year, Aces. Aces, the tribe, has spoken. The London Royals, last year's champs, repeating in the FFL has been proven to be impossible so far, as both champs have missed the playoffs the following year. The Royals will look to get back on track next year, but there's no sadness in London. How can you be sad when you're wearing a ring at the draft? Flags fly forever, gentlemen. London, the tribe, has spoken. The Vancouver Grizzlies. Insert kids swinging upside down gif and replay it a thousand times. It was dark and it was a sad year in Vancouver. From injuries to trades backfiring, nothing went right. A team that is always in the race will look to get back into it next year. I mean, it can't be worse. Keep your head up, Grizz. That puddle looks cold. Vancouver, the tribe, has spoken. The Buffalo Bush Boys, the most dominant season we've ever seen on the FFL Tour, was followed up by a season that looked like Joe Webb in a playoff game. It went tits up early, and it never got better. The boys will be back. Enjoy that FFL Tour jacket, though. Champions never die. Buffalo, the tribe, has spoken. The Curtis Breeze. The Breeze's season was over the day King Henry went down, and he went in full blow-up mode. Like a wise man once said, once said Sometimes you gotta know when to hold them. Sometimes you gotta know when to fold them. Breeze, the tribe, has spoken. The Arizona Big Red. When you start your season off with a fifth round pick, pain is going to follow. And also watching his brother skyrocket to first place while he took power bombs through tables every week, that was salt in the wounds, kids. B2 will be looking to be the top banana next year and get back in the playoff pitcher. Arizona, the tribe, has spoken. The Miami Vice. It was so ugly in Miami, they tried to make the CFL a thing. <laughs> Damn, did they try. As you know, I've always loved wrestling, and maybe my anger over Waller and Henderson was all the work, as I sent them off to kill the Hoyas. Who knows? <laughs> who? Who knows? Miami, the tribe, has spoken. I don't know what to say, really. Three minutes the biggest battle of our professional lives all comes down to today either we heal as a team or we're gonna crumble inch by inch play by play till we're finished we're in hell right now gentlemen believe me and we can stay here get the shit kicked out of us or we can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell. One inch at a time. Now, I can't do it for you. I'm too old. I look around, I see these young faces, and I think, 
I mean, I made every wrong choice a middle-aged man can make. I, uh, I pissed away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off anyone who's ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in America. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out life's just game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. And in this league, we fight for that inch. This is the FFL playoffs, and this is where the big boys play. It's time to fight for every inch, boys, because greatness is right around the corner. Only two men can say what I'm about to say. You ask, who am I? I am a champion. Who am I? I am a champion. Who am I? I am an FFL champion. Who will be the next man to say those words? Who will be the next FFL champion? It all starts this week. Let's ride. That's right, that's right, it is playoff time. Had to go hardcore with the intro because, God damn it, we've been waiting long enough for this and it is time to get going. It is playoff football. It is FFL football. It is what you want to see. There is so many good matchups this week. I think every matchup is awesome, and I'm going to break them each down. Going through them, uh, might as well start off right at the top with the Austin Rattlestakes and the number one team in the league, Taking on the Dallas Diesel Weights. This matchup. This matchup is a little. It looks close on Yahoo, but I don't think it's that close. We got Aaron Rodgers versus Pat Mahomes in the first round. You love to see that. This is where it starts to get a little bit off. You got Tyreek Hill and Michael Gallup. Got to go with Hill in that one. You got DJ Moore versus Stefan Diggs. Got to go with Diggs on that one. You got Zeke versus Lenny Fournette. Right now, you got to go with Lenny Fournette. Josh Jacobs versus Jonathan Taylor. Gotta go Taylor. Gronk versus Andrews. That's going to be close. That could be a matchup. I could see Gronk getting a couple TDs this week. I think he's going to be used a lot against New Orleans. So I think that matchup's really tight. Um, got Mitchell versus Connor. Two guys that are both kind of banged up. We'll see what they can bring. But that's very even right there. Defensively, I think the D-Weights have a bit better of a defense. But defense isn't what's going to win you a championship here what's going to win you a championship is who's going to put up the most points and right now to me it looks like the austin rattlesnakes are 
they're tough. They're a tough team. I beat them last week. I feel good about that. But they had some stuff go wrong. I don't see. I don't see a lot going wrong this week. I think Taylor has a big week. Diggs has a big week. Hill and Mahomes have big weeks. I think this Thursday nighter is going to be a high-scoring game, and that's big for KC, and that is big for the Austin Rattlesnakes. I have the Snakes taking down the D weights in the first round. Sorry, hate to see it, Diesel Weights, but you just didn't do enough, and the Snakes went all in, and it shows in this matchup right here. I have the Snakes moving on to round two. Next up, we have the Georgetown Hoyas and the Bermuda Bluefins. Hand up. I called us the Elite Six. Bermuda might be back. A um, little scary right now. They're looking pretty good. Kyler Murray versus Dak Prescott. I think Kyler lost Hopkins, so that is going to be really tight. I think you won't see much of a difference between those two quarterbacks. Dak hasn't been good for a couple weeks, but hey, it's playoff time in the uh, in the fantasy world. Maybe Dak will step up. You got DK and Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is going to go off on Monday night. He's going to have a big one, and uh, DK just hasn't really done much, and he's going to probably get shut down by Jalen Ramsey. So that is not good for the Hoyas. There, you got. Uh, Cordero Patterson and Devontae Adams. That's uh, that's you got to give it to Devontae there. But Cordero is awesome. He's putting up points each week. I love to see that. Finally, he's got him in his starting lineup every week, which is good for Bermuda. Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb has no offensive line, no quarterback, no nothing going on. And Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones might be banged up. So I think that's going to be pretty close right there. Alvin Kamara and Sony Michelle. Got to go with Kamara on that one. And George Kittle looks like an absolute beast later lately. Noah Fant, nope. That's why he wanted to go out and get Waller, but Waller's hurt, so he's got to go with Fant. It is a George Kittle all the way on that one. Keenan Allen, Chase Claypool, I think that's pretty much a wash. And defensively, both teams are a wash. I think Georgetown's a little bit better on defense if TJ Watt is playing. But this is going to be my first upset of the week. I have the Bermuda Bluefins taking down those Georgetown Hoyas. The Hoyas didn't really have to go all in too much. They still have their first, their second, their third. They still got all their picks for next year because they had so many picks last year. It was a good run, but it looks like the injuries and COVID's kind of catching up to the Hoyas. I have Bermuda. That's right. I have Bermuda moving on to the next round. In our third matchup, we have the Fireball Freaks and the Georgia Peets. This one is a battle. This is an absolute battle. You got Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady's going to have a night versus New Orleans, and I think Lamar's a little banged up, so you got to give the got to give it to uh, the Peets on that. You got Lockett and Chase. I like Jamar Chase to have a good day against a good day against uh, Denver and Lockett. I don't know. I just don't. I'm not a Lockett guy. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., the number one wide receiver of the Indianapolis Colts. I think he could have a tough game, actually, against New England. They got a good shutdown corner. Amari Cooper uh, against the Giants. I think Cooper could be, have a good game, so I'm going to give that one to the Freaks. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is for real right now. Joe Mixon all the way. Eckler, I don't know if Eckler's playing. If he is, I think he's banged up versus James Robinson, who I think is going to have a big week because Urban Meyer has been fired. So I'm going to say that one's pretty even. That's a wash. Kelsey versus Schultz. Kelsey all the way. And Debo Samuel versus Delvin Cook. What a matchup in the flex position we have going on here. But I think Minnesota is going to run and throw all over Chicago on Monday night. And I think they're going to have a big game offensively, defensively, who knows. But I think offensively, their guys are going to put up points. So i got to give that one to the Peets. On defense, I think it's pretty even here. Um, Kendricks puts up points every week for the Freaks. Where guys like Bosa, um, they put up points every week for the Peets. So we'll see. I have the Peets upsetting the Freaks in this one. 
we have another upset. It is the Peets moving on to round two over Fireball. Sorry, Fireball. I said it wasn't going to happen, and it ain't happened. Thought you'd go a little farther in this, but it's not looking good for you. And in our last matchup, I have the Myrtle Beach Mermen taking on the Las Vegas Freebirds, the hottest team in the league. That's right. We just took down the number one seed. That's right. We are the top dog. And I got a little quote for you that I've been thinking. I've done wrestled with an alligator. I done wrestled with a whale. Only last week I murdered a rock. I injured a stone. I hospitalized, I hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean I make medicine sick. That's right. It's the Freebirds, baby. We are hot. We're feeling good and we're ready to roll. Quarterback, you got Herbert versus Allen. Allen's a little banged up. I think Herbert has a huge game against KC. I think that's going to be such a high-scoring game. I am taking the over. Slam it, hammer it, do whatever you want with it. Over in that one, and Herbert goes off. Cooper Cup God taking on Mike Evans. You know I love Mike Evans, but the Cup God, baby. He's going off every week. The highest-scoring wide receiver in the history of fantasy football next to Jerry Rice. That is right. It is a white receiver named the Cup God. I got Chris Godwin going against T. Higgins. I think that's a wash right there. I think both teams, both guys can have big games this week. Uh, Najee Harris versus Devin Montgomery. I have Najee Harris going off versus Tennessee. I think that's going to be a nice little upset win for Pitt. Uh, Gibson versus Pollard. I don't think Pollard's healthy. I think Gibson gets back on track after a bad week last week. Pitts versus Knox. Pitts looked really good last week. He's taking on San Fran, though. That's a way better defense. Knox, I think he's good for a touchdown, so I'm going to take the advantage in that one. And I got Javante Williams taking on CeeDee Lamb. I think Lamb has a good game against Dallas, and I think Williams, it's, it's make or break. I don't know. He can either get me a touchdown or he might not do much. We'll see. I'll give that one to Lamb. Defensively, I think it's a wash, but I got the Freebirds rolling in this one, putting up a good amount of points. It's birds by a billion. That's week one in the FFL playoffs. I am so excited. You can feel the anxiety in the stomach. You can get, you just, oh, it's in the veins. I'm all pumped up. I know the guys that are in this are pumped up, ready to go. There's nothing better than fantasy football playoffs. Here we go. Let's ride, boys. Week one, let's see it. I'll be back again next week, maybe with a guest. We'll see. Hell of a ride, hell of a season. Now it's time to get serious. It is FFL playoff time. Let's ride. <laughs>